Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science. With beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh my God, I'm so excited. 90 Day Fiance Slumber Party. I love you guys. I'm so inspired by you. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Allie. Hi, Rachel. I love you and thank you so much for following Michael and I. We appreciate you so much. Hey, everybody. This is Paul and Karini. This is the 90 Day Fiance Slumber Party. With Allie, Melissa, and Rachel. It's the best podcast slumber party I've ever seen. Actually, it's probably the only one I'll watch. Keep inspiring and, you know, live your best life. Allie, Rachel, Melissa, my number one girls. Oh, by the way, y'all are young. Do y'all have an egg? I can tote it. I just need your egg. (laughs) Love you. Hello and welcome to 90 Day Fiancé Slumber Party, your favorite socialist, horny 90 Day Fiancé podcast. (laughs) I am Allie Siegel. I am Rachel Fisher. And I'm Melissa Stettin. Um, If you are not a member of our Patreon, please join it. Patreon.com slash 90 Day Fiance Slumber Party. Um, I finally uh, decoupaged or paper mache my boobs. Oh, yeah. Well, how'd it turn out? Pretty great. So I have I have the paper mache part and now I need to paint and decorate it. So uh, I'm going to finish that video. Uh, I've started it and I'll put the full video up on the Patreon. You pretty much get to see my saggy Jewish naturals. So (laughs) if that's something you're into, then I mean, pay $2 a month. It's it's like the cheapest OnlyFans you can get. (laughs) Wait, it's only $2 a month to see your titties? It might be $3 a month, but yeah. That's very inexpensive. I have to say, I saw the paper mache version of them. They're very nice titties. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can see nip. You can almost see nip. I was shocked. Yeah, I have triple Ds, guys. So, and then we're going to... Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's shocking. Yeah, it is really shocking. Because I. that's why I'm always in big sweatshirts. So if you want to check that out, uh, the video will probably be up by tomorrow because I have to... I just want to show my whole process. Um, and then, uh, I might put up for auction the final result. So we'll see. That's about it. Also, uh, rate and review us, uh, wherever you find podcasts. Big episode. Uh, everyone's mm-hmm. arriving up in America. Uh, should we get into it? Yeah. Yes. This was a great episode. I, it was because it, I'm so excited for this season. Yeah, it's going to be so good. I know we say that every season, but I feel like <laughs> but they're, they're always good. Yeah, they're always good. So let's start off with Brandon and Julia. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Brandon's parents are insane. They want to like human centipede with Julia and Brandon. They are so <laughs> oh, no. freaky. The Plathville vibe continues. <sighs> They all go to the airport together because Brandon's mom insisted that she be there to pick up Julia when she arrives in Washington, D.C. And Brandon reluctantly allowed them, Ron and Betty, to come along to the airport because he is so cucked by his mom and dad and he's 27 years old. Like, get an apartment, dude. Get your own fucking apartment. so fucking weird. And she's more excited than, like, Brandon is. She At one point, she's, like, shaking. They close up on her hand and it's, like, tapping up against her thigh. She's so excited for Julia to get off the airplane. She's, it's, it's so so creepy. She's (laughs) giddy. I have never seen someone so giddy before to pick up their son's girlfriend at the airport. 
No. First of all, I feel like why, like, like I know they were like going on like a trip to DC or whatever, but like, what, like she wanted to go to the airport. Going to the airport's a pain in the ass. Oh, it's, I, you couldn't pay me enough to go to the airport. I don't <laughs> care if it's the love of my life. No, thank you. No. Take a fucking cab home. I'll see you at home. I have an airport story, actually. Oh, I picked boy. up some. We're going to get a bad review because it's like, stop talking about yourself. But I picked up. I once was in a MySpace relationship. Wow. Oh, great. With this guy I I somehow became friends with and he was in an emo band in Florida. And they were like what? they were kind of they weren't like famous famous but they were like pseudo famous. Follow boy. Yeah. <laughs> like they did warp to her but they like weren't actually famous. So he and I became friends and then he was coming to Los Angeles and we were going to meet for the first mm-hmm. time and I picked him up the, uh, up at the airport. Were you in wow. high school? What year was this? Were you in no, college? No, I must have been like in college. I was like in my 20s. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, we like went on three dates and then like never spoke again. And he like moved into a studio in North Hollywood, like five other guys. It was so grungy. It was really gross. That sounds cool. Sorry, continue. That's just that I only, you only go to the airport for MySpace hey, love with an emo. <laughs> like airport pickups after that. Yeah. Uh, that's totally fair. Yeah. So they're cheering on their son as he starts making out with Juliet baggage claim. Claim. What you I hate this whole thing. I hate it so much. It's disgusting. Brandon's parents hug while he's making out with Julia. Like, we're so proud of our son. It's the whole thing is so weird. Ron got a boner. Betty got yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. While they were, ma- I swear to God, they were like, go, 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 yeah, go. It was so weird. And this wasn't just like a hug and a kiss. This was like sustained hugging and like caressing and kissing. Oh, they yeah. They kept making out. They kept going back in and making out. Which I wouldn't have done. If I was Julia, I would have kind of held it in a little bit just to be polite in front of the parents. But I, I kind of like it. They were going for it. I thought this was more disturbing than when Asuelu made out with his mom. <laughs> similar vibes. Similar vibes. Similar vibes. I felt the same some- amount of like uncomfortableness. Because <laughs> it was voyeurship is what it was. It didn't yeah. seem like they were in close proximity. It was the fact that they were watching so intently and grinning while it was happening. Yeah. They get to the hotel. They're all staying at the same hotel together. It's Mm. nighttime. If I were Julia, I would be exhausted by now. She just had an international flight. Yeah. Different time zone. It's been like an entire day of travel. She just wants like 30 minutes to fuck her boyfriend and take a nap. Right. Or at least like get ready for dinner, shower or something. Yeah, like wash her face, brush her teeth, any kind of reset. Like, I don't know about you guys, but when I get off, I think we talked about this last week. When I get off an airplane, like my day's over. The day's over. Oh, it's done. I'm not doing jack shit after that. I'm sorry. No, I'm certainly not going to go out to dinner with my boyfriend and his creepy ass parents. (laughs) They, oh my God, Melon just hopped up on the table. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Um, If if you guys are, if you, Melon. (laughs) His head is in the camera. (laughs) Melon. Your large adult son. This is my large adult son. This is what you're getting if you pay for the Patreon. You get these moments like this. Also, Asher was in the background earlier. He was. They're fighting. They're fighting under me. And Who and I, my I are. Professor Doctor Kitty Kitty Cat is somewhere <laughs> somewhere. That's Who knows Melissa's cat? Um, okay, so like I said, she's exhausted, and Ron and Betty are like, "We got to go to dinner. We made reservations at the hotel restaurant. We have yeah. to fucking go." And you have five minutes. I hate how the mom talks to her. Me too. Maybe because it reminds me of my own mom, but it's like the way she's like. Okay, well, we have to go to dinner, so hurry up. Like yeah. being like weirdly passive aggressive, like, okay, well, hurry up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, sh- ugh, stop it. I'm not good with that kind of rigid plans like that. No. And I don't like being rushed. No. I, that's actually my pet peeve is feeling or being rushed. I hate it. It, I, it stresses me out so bad and I completely yeah. shut down. Yeah. This is why I feel like I have to live in the tropics. Like I, oh. I am on island time. Island oh my god! Time. Yeah, I live in a Aloha lifestyle I, since forever. 
<laughs> like my half my family is from Micronesia, which is in um the Northern Mariana Islands. It's like oh, right. oh my god. Yeah. So like at their at my aunt and uncle's wedding, <laughs> the bride and groom were literally like three hours late to their own wedding. That's amazing. And like and nobody cares. Just fine with it. Nobody fucking gave a shit. <laughs> That's great. But like Micronesia. I vibe with that. It's like eighteen hundred miles east of the Philippines. It's like in between Hawaii and the Philippines. Oh my god! It looks wow. gorgeous. Yeah, it's amazing. I've been there once. Wow. Wow. But I am, but like, I, like I am on island time. Like I relate to oh, island yeah. time. So Me too, like, 100%. I was like breaking out in hives when Brandon's mom was like, mm, we could do five minutes maybe. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, and Brandon was like, Denise call his mom a cock block. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <He did. laughs> that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Brandon. It's like Brandon realizes that his parents are demented. But he doesn't do anything about it. He doesn't it. have the confidence. Yeah. He doesn't have a do escape He's like a yet. frail, frail elf. Yeah, he is. <laughs> elf vibes. He is a Christmas he elf. He has elf vibes. He does. Yeah. He's a Christmas elf. <laughs> he's a Christmas elf. Oh, my God. He has like kind of pointy ears. He's like, you should pale. do that professionally, actually. I bet he can make a lot of yeah. money as a mall Christmas elf. <laughs> He is elf on the shelf in that he's very passive. Yes. He is, he is like elf, elf on, the, on shelf. the shelf. So they end up going back into their room and Julia is like not having any of this. No. She just wants to fucking nap. And yeah. then we cut to 30 minutes later and you know they fucked. They fucked. Yes. Yeah. They absolutely And I fucked. respect that. That they were Me like, too. fuck, fuck this weird hotel dinner reservation. The food's probably not even going to be that good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, we, I just got off the plane. I'm going to fuck my boyfriend and take a shower. And you know that's what they did in those 30 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Good for her. Good for them. Great. They go downstairs to the hotel restaurant. Julia ordered a mojito because she needed a strong drink. <laughs> she got a mojito <laughs> and a Caesar salad. I want to be like, Is that welcome what she got to for America, bitch. Yeah. I have for sure <laughs> ordered that same thing many times in hotel restaurants. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. That's like a hot bitch dinner. Yeah, Caesar it is a hot salad. bitch dinner. Caesar salad. This Caesar salad no croutons and grilled mojito, chicken please. Yeah. add grilled chicken yeah <laughs> that is a hot bitch dinner yeah. <laughs> so uh at dinner betty aka mom breaks the news that julia will be staying in a separate room at their farmhouse yeah and and brandon had not told julia this yet and julia's upset and and brandon's dad is like Shame on you, Brandon. You were deceitful. Like, he is so yeah. creepy about it. Julia has no qualms about saying exactly how she feels and being yeah. confrontational with it's the sick. parents. Like, yeah. yeah, I love it. Which is why I think their storyline is going to be so great is because yes. she doesn't just like bitch about it to Brandon. She'll mm -hmm. straight up show her displeasure yeah. to the parents mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. it. Which she has every right to the way that they're so invasive, specifically about yes, her the birth reproductive control. choices. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, look, I think birth control's great and stuff. I just, but you can't tell someone else what to do with their body. No, no, no. It's and it's really predatory and creepy that her parents are like so obsessed with their son's fiance's reproductive organs. It's just like, and the way that like she was talking about it like she didn't seem like an idiot about it she's like no no we're not gonna have children like maybe in a few years so like that made me feel like oh yeah she knows what she's not they're not just like having sex like like he's pulling out or doing willy-nilly yeah like she knows Look, what she's doing <laughs> they're not being terrible about it like we know the pull-out method is not a hundred percent effective or Some is of us it on this podcast have gotten <laughs> prego from the pull-out method oh not really say who okay so make your Got guesses it. guys <laughs> i don't know well process of elimination process of elimination <laughs> who would know that information um so yeah but you know what it's it's her body and yeah. they can't yeah. they have no right to tell her what to do so it's very creepy um and julia meanwhile is like in the in the confessional she's like furious at brendan at brandon for like letting his parents cock him so much yeah as she should be 
Yeah, she's like, she's like, well, can we sleep in the same room if we're married? And then the parents are like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, then we'll get married tomorrow. Like, she's like, <laughs> she's funny and she's quick. She's a good sense yeah. of humor. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, I like her. And these, Ron and Betty, get a life. Get a yeah. life, Ron and Betty. Get a life. Well, I guess the only foreshadowing, though, is that I think that Julia does get pregnant at some point this season. Because remember, they take the the pregnancy test and Julia's like, it's two lines. That means no, right? And Brandon's like, are you kidding? No, you're (laughs) pregnant. That means you're pregnant. See? Pull-out method does not always work. (laughs) Right. It can be very risky. Well, now I'm terrified. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm learning Santa isn't real. (laughs) I've been under the delusion it works and I've been telling people it works my whole life. No, 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 no. Don't listen to me. It works. You know what? It's better than not pulling out. That's true. true. It's better than just jizzing right all up in there. Yeah, and then having to go get plan B. And then at the CBS, it's not even real plan B. They give you like some weird off brand plan B. It's like, oh no. And it just costs way too much money. It's like 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting plan B before you could get it in a pharmacy where you had to like go to Planned Parenthood when you're like 18. You're like, hi, I need plan B. (laughs) It's like, okay. Fucking teenagers. I can't remember the first time I got plan B. Many times. Yes. Many times for sure. What was, um, when Julia said her doctor told her drinking medicine is bad for all girls? Did you hear that part? Oh, she said it wasn't right. It's not good for not every girl is the same. I think she was saying and that like for her, she shouldn't be on on uh, taking birth control pills that like it wasn't. Yeah, the way she worded it was. Yeah, I think that's what she she said. Drinking medicine. She said drinking medicine, but she probably meant taking. Yeah, I think it was an ESL thing. Yeah. And like, look. I agree that like birth control is like any other kind of med that you take where you got to like, it can take a lot of trial and error. Mm, like, yeah, be, like hormonally, what works for your body? Like I always was a fan of the like low, low Western uh, hormonal. baby. Yeah. Like ortho tricycline low yeah. baby. I was on that for a long time. Mm-hmm. That shit was good. And I'm one of those people birth control does not work with my body. Like I just I can't take it. It doesn't it makes me super nauseous and I gain like 40 pounds. I like cannot be on it. Yes, not for everyone. And yeah. I and some people don't like the IUD. Some people love the IUD. You know what? It takes trial and error. Maybe she just hasn't found the right birth control method for her. Yeah. Maybe they just have to suck it up and use condoms. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, apparently the condoms. pull-out method did not work for them. <laughs> if we're go- if we're led to believe yeah. by the um <laughs> by the previews that they get by the day. previews. So you know what? But uh, but again, to hammer it home, uh, not none of Ron and Betty's business. Exactly. Yep. None of your business. Do you guys have any more thoughts about? Brandon and Julia? No, that's all I have. Nope. All right. Our next dramatic couple is Mike and Natalie. Oh, boy. We also get the huge reveal <laughs> that Uncle Bo is actually Cousin Bo. But is he, though? <laughs> Do we still think he's not a relative? Well, no, this is so weird because he goes, because uh, Mike says, Uncle Bo, who is actually my cousin. But then later, Uncle Bo refers to Mike as his nephew. So nothing makes sense. I think I believe Mike, because Mike is, how old is Mike? He's like in his mid 30s. 30s I think. Yeah. Yeah. He's or like late 35. 30s. He's and like 35. Bo, Bo is 50. Yeah. So he could be his cousin because the age difference kind of makes sense. Or he could be his nephew. So like it's kind of at the age where it's like it could be either or. Right, right. But I just don't understand why they would flip flop and why if someone like my uncle, I would never call my uncle my cousin. Like, that's so bizarre. <laughs> so what is it? Why, why would you call your uncle your cousin or your cousin your uncle? Like, it, nothing makes sense about this whole relationship. Maybe he just thinks he's old enough or he's older than him that he's always called him Uncle Bo. Yeah, I think that's what it is. That must be it. So we'll call him Uncle Bo. He's just oh yeah, he can't be cousin Bo. No, cousin Bo. That doesn't work. That's not as hot. That's not as horny. (laughs) This is a very sad scene, and it's Bo. Oh my god, having like a very sad moving out because Mike has to kick him out because Natalie refuses to live with Uncle Bo. It's so sad. He's like a he's like a pet that you have to take back to like 
the the, uh, the shelter. It's like, yeah. well, it's not working out. And he's just, like, <laughs> just crying. You're tearing up the furniture, Bo. Yeah, yeah. it's, you're, it's you're, so sad. You're pissing on the neighbor's lawn, Bo. Yeah, he has to go back and live with his brother. So I guess Bo has a brother. Um, and Bo cries, which broke my heart. I It was so sad. Bo, by the way, in his confession, or it wasn't a confessional. It was just like a close up of him and Mike talking. He's wearing one single feather earring. Oh my god! Just so we can make that. some more notes about his style. I did not notice that. Style. He's yeah, so he hot. One single feather, like a silver. Well, his shirt said like what did it say? Bad, bad boys, boys club or something. Bad boys or like, something. It was <laughs> like bad boys state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> and if you notice that Bo cut the collar off of his shirt. <laughs> Oh, like he, he did? cut the neck off of his shirt, so it was like flash dance. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> like I don't know. I've I want to see some pictures of Bo like in his twenties. Yeah. Oh my god, I bet you Bo he was. Prime. Well, he says Bo's like I kind of I understand why Mike has to do this. Like I've been with a lot of women and they're unpredictable creatures. Like yeah. I think Bo, I think Bo's been around the block. Bo also has a very long list of uh, crimes he's been convicted <laughs> of too. You know, we all have One our past. Might be domestic violence. Look, we're oh, not yeah. trying to. He had a drug problem for sure. He had a lot of drug charges, so he he had a dark, dark Bo, era. Bo has a dark past. Yeah. Personally, yeah. I would love to do a Hollywood crime scene episode about Bo Jangles. You should. He earned that bad boy shirt. He earned that bad boy <laughs> state of mind shirt. He's the Shia LaBeouf of farm farm towns. Oh, dude, no. he is. He's got a dark past. Yeah. Natalie, meanwhile, she's headed to the airport in Ukraine with her mother. Is she a snowboarder? I think so. That was a snowboard she packed. That was yeah. a reveal for me. No, because remember last season, they talked about how active she is and like how she yes. loves like jogging and sports. And I think snowboarding was one of the things that she did. Like there were pictures of her doing it. Okay. Now it makes sense. Because I remember she was like a runner and very yeah. athletic. Yeah. Mike gets her at the airport. They have their big embrace, which just kind of reiterates the fact that these two... I believe really do think they're in love with each other and they really do like each other, but they're so toxic for each other. Yeah. They're really toxic. They have no communication skills and they're both so insecure. Like it reminded me so much of myself when I'm in a really bad relationship or like an insecure relationship when Mike brings her flowers and they're pink flowers instead of red roses. And she's like, why the purple or like why the pink or something as if she's reading into the color of the flowers like yeah oh like does pink just mean friendship or something like she's over analyzing every single thing in their relationship so hard that it's impossible to just enjoy it or be in the moment or be happy yeah Mm -hmm. agreed so um nothing really crazy happened with them they had dinner together. Mike ordered a ton of food. I appreciated that. Always. Um, I was trying to see what they had. All I could make out is that they had a box that said mixed greens on it. <laughs> could be anything. That Literally be anything. anything. <laughs> that hotel room was nice. Yeah, fatty that hotel room. Like an Airbnb. That was su- super nice. Yeah. yeah. He went all out. And Mike kind of explained that like he had paid off some of his debt too yeah i think he's doing better yeah he's doing better financially now but a big storm's coming as we know from the flash forward in episode one yeah well natalie it's interesting because natalie says like you know we were gonna break up but then i got the visa and i thought you know i might as well go because we've been in a long distance relationship for so long you know we should give it one last shot so this seems kind of like their best behavior. Let's see if we can make it work one last time. So it'll yes. be interesting to see how, like, what them trying to work it out looks like. Yep. Oh, and I've figured out who Natalie is in uh in the Marvel ninety day universe. <gasps> oh my god, she who? is Harley Quinn. Oh yeah. yes, yes, a hundred percent. Although I like I like Harley Quinn. Because I think Harley Quinn yeah, is like tight, yeah. but I, I see it. She's She has that Jekyll and Hyde thing. Harley Quinn has a sense of humor, too. But yeah. she she has some Harley Quinn attributes. And she would look hot in a Harley Quinn costume. Yeah, more, yeah, more physically. Pretty. Yeah, yeah, physically. Physically, she's Harley Quinn for sure. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tariq and Hazel? Yeah, you got that hot sauce. I want the hot sauce. Hot sauce. My favorite line of that rap was when he said, I'm a gentleman and a scholar, so I'm going to blame it on the lemon twist vodka. Oh. Oh God! He's no soja boy. That's yeah, he's no soja boy. I was like, it was the best because he's like, I'm actually a pretty good rapper. You know, I spent a lot of time doing it, and then it was hot sauce and the hot sauce. I was dying. And like the producer guy in the booth was just like, yeah, man, yeah. (laughs) Horrible. I am Tariq. I'm 49 years old, or however old he is. Yeah. You know what? Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Super sick. Um. He's also a sword guy. He's a sword. Yes. Which is a very specific type of man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we found out that Tariq is a sword guy. He's a sword yeah. guy. And he's learned the ways of the of the sword. He's like the fruit ninja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that game. <laughs> fruit in his backyard. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Like, I kind of feel like it's on par with his personality. Like, I can imagine him, like, LARPing or car- cosplaying. Like, he's a little bit of a dork. He is kind of a dork. Hazel's coming to America, and they're getting married. He has a necklace that says Tarzel. <laughs> Tarzel. Not, a, good not a good... Oh, I was going to say not... <laughs> does not roll off the tongue as a couple. It's not name. a good portmanteau <laughs> of their names. No. Should it be Harik? Harik Harik is better. Herrick? It's no Brangelina. No, it's it not Brangelina. It does not work. Although uh, he said that she is... What did he say? She's the Asian version of Angelina Jolie. Oh, Which yeah, I see. She is that. really beautiful, I think, sometimes. Like, she doesn't have, like, she's not, she doesn't have, like, the best style, I think, but her face is, like, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's a pretty girl. Yeah. Uh, his daughter is adorable. We so see cute. them playing a little bit. Ari, she's so cute. Then we talk about how Hazel is bisexual, and they're going to look for a girlfriend for her. Now, okay, I have a for question. For them? Or for her? Yes. Is it a thruple? I think it's for Hazel to fuck sometimes. That's what. That's the impression that I got. I don't okay. think that Hazel would let Tariq also fuck this girl. Yeah, well, because there is that weird they got in that threesome relationship with that girl Mimi, remember? Mi- so, Minty. 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 Sorry. Minty. So, so, okay, well, I have two. First, I'll say this. Um, Actually, no. First, let's talk about Minty. Okay, so... Tariq and Hazel were dating. Then I was so confused by this story. So then Tariq thought Hazel was pregnant and aborted it. Yes. So then they broke up. So he broke up with her. Yes. And then Tariq started talking to Minty on an app. And then Minty and Tariq started dating. Yeah. But then, but then Hazel and Tariq got back together because he found out she was actually never pregnant. And yes. so then the three of them started dating because Hazel was like, oh, Minty's actually hot and I'm bisexual. Yes. But then Hazel got jealous because she realized Minty liked Tariq more than her. So then yes. Hazel was like, never talk to Minty again. Yes, yeah. that's exactly okay. what happened. <laughs> I was confused. My second question is, do you think that Hazel is bisexual or do you think that she is a le- fully a lesbian and wants to come to America to so that she can uh, be sexually open? 
I was going to say that this is not a, this, what, well, the kind of relationship that Tariq and Hazel are proposing having is not a bisexual relationship. It's a polyamorous relationship. Yes. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. This is not, because you can be bisexual and polyamorous, but, right, but right. if you're bisexual, that doesn't mean that you have two partners of uh, varying genders. Right. Right. Yeah, it's not, that's, that's polyamory. That's polyamorous. Or maybe you have uh, two or more partners of the same gender. That's polyamorous. Right. This is like, yeah, that's a good point. Is she actually a lesbian and she's trying to just get into America? That's kind of what I sense. Because in the past, like she was never attracted to Tariq. Exactly. When they were together and I don't think we know enough about their relationship. We've ne- haven't seen enough about their relationship no. to see how they interact. But I don't think if you've ever seen them kiss, she looks pretty grossed out. When they slept together or oh, she in put the, the same pillow. bed, she put the pillow fort in between them. Right. She does not want to have sex with this guy. No, She's no. not attracted. I think she maybe likes him as a person. Right. I don't even know if she loves him. Yeah. And I'm just going by their relate. Like I am, I was shocked when I found out that they were Me still too. together, let alone coming back for another season. I have no I idea. Because I barely remembered them from their season on Before the 90 Days. And the only thing I did remember was that she put a pillow barrier in yeah. between them to yeah, sleep. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember from the, <laughs> their relationship. And how she just was so repulsed by the idea of fucking him. Yeah. Like, I don't even think they've had sex. I don't, I don't think they have think either, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So if she is a lesbian and wants to be sexually open in, in America because she can't where she's from, like, I am so pro that. Like, that is amazing. Like, but she needs to let Tariq go. Yeah. It's totally. not fair yeah. to him. Yeah. And so, he also needs to like take a hint that like I don't think she's that into you. I really yeah. don't. No, not at all. I don't I don't think she is whatsoever. Yeah. The whole I wonder if it was just easy out. for her to find a guy in America than it is to find a girl in America. Maybe so. to like get over. I don't know. Yeah. I I would no. imagine that that's that's the case. Yeah. I mean nothing that eventful happens with their storyline in this episode. He talks to his friend um she she does the concerned friend role basically yeah. <laughs> yeah the classic we get it every season but uh, i have another question how do you think someone's pregnant but then they're actually not pregnant like did she take a false pregnancy test or something like that the whole storyline i think her period was late she was late oh. and so Tariq thought she was pre- or she thought she was pregnant and then she got her period, and so Treek thought that she was lying about getting an abortion. Uh, copy that, copy that, copy that. Because okay. in the in the interview, he's like, a woman can do whatever she wants. He was more mad that he thought that she was lying, not that she had an abortion. Okay. I got, like, so confused by this story, but it's yeah. been made very clear that I don't understand how someone could get pregnant, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pull-out method is how you get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> um Rebecca and Zied? Yes. Yeah. So you know who Zied is in the 90 Day Universe? Oh no. Who? who? The Hulk. Ew. <laughs> do you think he gets angry? Like do you think do you think he's scary when he's angry? I work so much. Work. <laughs> <laughs> he did get mad at that bar that time when the guy was staring at <gasps> Rebecca cuz she took off her leather yeah. jacket. Oh, yeah, when he had to defend her honor. <laughs> yeah, yes. someone was staring at her tattoo. This is another couple that I think they genuinely do love each other. Yeah, and I think they're so. Very, they're so horny for each other. Like, Zied <laughs> isn't even freaked out that Rebecca no. like owns so much Zied merch. That blanket. Like, it. The bl- it's so Dude, gross. She has a Zied duvet cover. She needs to sell that merch. She needs to open an Etsy shop and sell Zied merch. She would make a lot of money. Do you yes. want that for Christmas, Melissa? Because I can, I can make you something up. Look, <laughs> I how would Martin not feel? Want it. How would Martin feel if you surprised him? <laughs> what? Here's what you need to do. You need to wait for when he's taking a nap 
or or in the middle of the night when he's asleep just put the blanket on top change the bedding yeah you put the new duvet cover on and when he wakes up in the morning he <laughs> looks down and he's like what is this and then he sees it's Zied's face so That'd scary she also great. has Zied yeah, so next scary. to her nightstand like a framed picture of Zied and her credit card <laughs> and her credit card <laughs> I would never. I would never want to see my significant other that frequently. No. <laughs> um, she is at the gym wearing her Zed t-shirt. Oh my god! With her friend, who's the private investigator. Oh yeah. And the private investigator, as Melissa pointed out in our group chat, is wearing an amazing hat that we all yeah. want that says "Bad Hair Day" in rhinestone lettering. That's a great hat. Anything with rhinestone really lettering, yeah. sign me up. Yeah. yeah, I don't care what it says. It could say like fart head in rhinestone lettering. I want to have a rhinestone outfit eating a Caesar salad, side of chicken, and a mojito. That is the hot bitch. Hot bitch aesthetic. Yes. So the PI is like, like reiterating to Rebecca about like the alleged dirt that she found on Zied back in their first season together. Okay, and right. something the so dirt weird is happening outside. Hold on. What's happening? What's outside? going on? Allie's taking a picture of something happening Someone's outside. I have no idea. What it could be. Oh my God. They're a fan of the show. Someone's taking, <laughs> a, someone's taking photos of themselves. Oh, of themselves in front of your house, in front of my house, in front of my window. Because they know it's you podcasting. It's a stalker. Wow, that was so weird. Okay, sorry, continue. I find it annoying how they keep going on about like Zied's suspicious past, but it's basically that they can't find any job, like work history for him. That's like the only red flag. But honestly, if you looked at my work history, yeah. What is it going to say? It's going to say that I was like a loser fucking doing whatever freelance work I could get for several years before. And now I'm a podcaster. Yeah, I was going to say, how does your work history even I mean, for me, something would show up just because I worked with the school district. But had I not right. done that, it would just be like freelance, freelance, freelance. And a lot of it, it is just under the table though, or it? whatever. Yeah, under no. the table so, pay is not going to show up. I'm sure yeah. he's worked. Yeah, I work so much work. <laughs> I work so much work. And like she said, she she was like, he did a lot of stuff that was like cash. Right. Paid. Yeah. Like how would the government, I mean, other than sending it to like the IRS, obviously, but like how would whatever PI thing know if I sent an invoice for an article I wrote, like how does that show up in a work profile? I just don't understand it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is I don't know what if someone did like a background information about my work history, it would be like so weird yeah it wouldn't make any sense like i didn't i've never worked for like a big corporation or anything i don't know i don't know what it would say i don't think this is a red flag on no it's past i think they're just trying to get do have some drama yeah it's stupid well because it is revealed that rebecca is still recovering from her other ex who stole money from her apparently that's true yeah that's true yeah that's that's i mean it's also weird that she's doing this twice if i was the government i I would be like i'm not going to keep issuing you visas for these men that (laughs) you're from the same country like i would think that rebecca was running a scam yeah seriously or I would just tell Rebecca if I was the U.S. government, I would be like, "You need to take some time for yourself. Go to therapy. <laughs> go to Taos, New Mexico. Love yourself. Focus love on yourself chicken. first. Yeah, like make some pottery. Yeah, <laughs> get into macrame. Yeah, yeah do something. Uh, so Rebecca then goes to GameStop to buy her large adult <laughs> boyfriend a video game. This is incredible. This scene was great. Uh, she has to explain to the sales associate that she's not buying a video game for her son, but she is buying a video game for her fiance who is two years older than her son. Which is, she could have just said, hi, I need to buy a video game console for a 28-year-old. But instead, she literally gives her family history, her romantic (laughs) history. It is, if I was an employee, I would feel so uncomfortable. Like, oh my God, this girl's so lonely. Like, honestly, I would love that. I would like, (laughs) because like, you know that that 
sales associate was just counting down the hours till her shift was over. And you oh, know, yeah. this woman comes in who's like a big over. Yeah, I'd be uncomfortable, but I'd be like really into it. I'd be like, tell me more. And I, I bet Rebecca does that like everywhere she goes. Like she goes to the deli and she's like, can I get a half pound of turkey for my 28 year old fiance? He loves it. It's his favorite. It's like <laughs> two years He's from Tunisia. older than my son. Yeah. He's two years older than my son. <laughs> I think that's yeah. why she wears all the merch all the time because it's a conversation starter. She's like peacocking. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it is. It well, is. She. I like when um they like ask to see a picture of him because she's been talking oh, yeah. about him for like an hour. Oh, yeah. They're like, all right, well, let's see a picture. And she pulls out a picture, and uh, Rebecca goes, "He's cute, right?" And the sales associate goes, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay." I died, and you could tell Rebecca could pick up on the pause, and she was of just like, uh-huh. She just ignored uh-huh. it. It was the best. Yeah, I mean, do you guys have any other commentary on? Well, Rebecca I. When she was in bed, she went to bed with her makeup on and she yeah, was awaiting makeup. Ziad's call about yeah. his visa. Visa. And I like that, like, the iPad is ringing or whatever. And she wakes up and she answers it. And she's like, okay, so what happened? And Ziad's like, what? Yeah. And she's like, about the fucking visa. He's like, what? What? He's like, oh, yeah. And, like, right after that, she she has some confessional where she's like, no one understands the special bond that we have, like the incredible, the incredible See, connection like, that we have. And I'm like, you guys can't even have a literal conversation, but whatever. <laughs> like chemistry's chemistry. It's an individual thing. Like you guys do you, but yeah. dude, I think they have it. I think they have so much <laughs> chemistry together. And I think, and I think that, um, they're very much like Samit and Jenny and that they're both yeah. equally pathetic couples. Yeah. But they, Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Both of those couples fuck a lot. Oh, for sure. Oh, Sumit and Jemmy, Jenny. So <laughs> it's just nonstop drama and sadness with both yeah. of those couples, but they both fuck a lot. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's true love. That's what true love is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drama and fucking. <laughs> Despair <laughs> and doggy Despair style. And fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Zied and Rebecca definitely fuck while wearing their le- leather jackets. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, they're into leather play. They leave them Ooh. on. Yeah, they're like American Horror Story season one where they would just wear that full leather suit. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to Jovi and Yara? Woo! Another couple I'm so excited about for this season. What a mess. Bon Jovi and Yara. Bon Jovi and Yara. Someone wrote this into us and I noticed it last night and I think I agree. I think that Jovi is renting one of the apartments that they rented in Married at First Sight, New Orleans. Oh. Oh. Really? Because it looks super familiar. And I mean, it could be just be like the structure of the apartment is, you know, but it's like the newly finished and like the backsplash and everything like that. Oh, it looks yeah. like the same apartments that they were using in Married at First Sight, New Orleans. Well, Maybe. Yara hates this apartment. She fucking loves it. She hates it. <laughs> yeah. She, Yara is kind bummed. of a hater in general. Yeah, like, she, she is. hates everything. When she was talking about the fat people on the plane from Detroit to New Orleans, she's like, there's so many fat people on the airplane. <laughs> she's She's a fucking hater. She realizes what most people realize, which is like they come to America and they're like, oh, it's a little bit of a garbage can here. Like America is not yeah. what people think it is. America is not fancy at all. It's, it's also very big. America is very big and we yeah. have so many different kinds of cities and towns. And it's not very, all New like, York. The geography right. is so varied. I mean, yeah. it is. You know, you guys. Okay, I'm sorry. Very brief story time. When my one of my great aunts, when she came over to America from Russia, she like immediately got back on the boat and went back to Russia because she thought America sucked. And meanwhile, she had just escaped the fucking pogroms, pogroms? where they were like murdering Jewish people. That was That's better than the she shithole. She's like, she's like, I'll take my chances in the shtetl. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is a sick burn. I'd rather die than live in the city. I'd rather fucking die under the rule of the czar than live in America. <laughs> like, wow. Literally, Yara. Yara's like, same. 
<laughs> yeah, Yara was like the same. She was like, I mean, Ukraine is fucked up, but this sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, she literally is like, Ukraine is super poor, but uh, at least it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it smells like barf and pee everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And like, to be fair, I would not trust Jovi to take me on like an amazing tour of the country. No. Because like, no. just on like a fundamental level, I feel like Jovi and I have very different tastes and ideas of like what fun is. Yes. Yeah. He just sure. loves drinking, going to like the most obnoxious bars, like touristy yeah. stuff. He has saddle ranch energy. Yes. Oh, 100%. Well, it's like if you got off an airplane and then someone took you to like Times Square or Hollywood yeah. Boulevard <laughs> and you'd be right. like, oh, this is disgusting. You know, like yeah. this is not, it's not peaceful. It's not beautiful. Like I don't think Bur- Bourbon Street's party energy. But I do think that Yara was being a little rude about New Orleans. Yes. Because personally, for me, New Orleans is like in the top five cities in the world that I'm dying to travel to. Oh, I've never been, but I really want to Oh, you haven't? It's so cool. I'm dying for coffee and a beignet so bad. (sighs) I want to go to like a jazz club. And I actually, I went to Bourbon Street, uh, was not during Mardi Gras, and like it was not rowdy and crazy. It was like kind of nice. I love like the whole aesthetic of it. And like, yeah, everyone was so nice. And like, yeah, people were like out walking around drinking. But like the vibe was like really fun and like light. I think if you're not with a wasted person, then it's probably super fun. I think Joby's probably like is wasted so and like taking her around and like wanting to drink and like go into every bar and take shots. And Yara's probably like, this is gross. And she is kind of uptight, too. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about visiting his mom was weird, in my opinion. Like, I understood what she was saying, that it's awkward to, like, sleep at someone you don't know's house. But she was being really rude about it. Yeah. I think that Jovi was mad because he wanted to get drunk at his mom's house and he didn't want to have to drive home. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure. It was only like it was like an hour drive, I think, or somewhere like not that far and so he's probably like, well, I got to drive back now. If we don't stay, I can't drink. That wouldn't surprise me because that's why I think he was so angry the first night. He's like, why can't she just go out for like an hour? Because he wanted to go out drinking. And I like, yeah, I as a sober person, like when people would try to get in the way of my drinking, I would be like so pissed off if people tried to change plans and I thought I was going to go out partying and then uh, all of a sudden the, the plans changed. I would be so pissed. Yeah. Yep. Or like if a friend would cancel last minute, like I it would I wouldn't respond normally. Like I don't want to diagnose somebody else's alcoholism, but as an alcoholic, I think it's safe to say that like Jovi has ticked a lot of boxes of alcoholism for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, like that sure. seems to be the most important thing to him is getting drunk. Yeah. It's a high yeah. priority for him. Yeah. Like he plans everything. He plans his whole life about like, how can I get drunk in this situation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before they went to Bourbon Street, he was drinking a beer in, um, he's just like always has an alcohol, uh, an alcohol. <laughs> he always <laughs> has an alcohol with him. He always has an alcohol on, t- on tap. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, f- the whole scuba diving pregnant thing. Yeah. So she, Yara posted on her Instagram after the first episode, and she said the scuba proposal was a year after her miscarriage. So Jovi proposed twice, and the scuba one was the second proposal. Do you think she listened to our podcast and clarified? (laughs) Yes. I believe 100% that Jovi is the type of asshole that he revealed himself to be uh, in the last episode in that he said, well, now that she's not pregnant, I guess I don't have to be with her anymore. Like, what's Yeah, that's point? a like, shitty thing to say. Yeah, and it's like she, like, he didn't give a shit about her trauma, what she went through having a miscarriage. It was yeah. all just about like, well, I guess I can cut her loose now if I need to. Right. I don't see good things for their future. Oh, no. no. Like, I don't particularly like her or think she's a good person or anything. No. She seems really unpleasant like just based on this episode mm-hmm. but he's like even more unpleasant than her yeah, yeah he's the worst yeah i don't i don't like them as a couple i still am like gagging to see the female spa owner and her young boyfriend I know. who she sends watches to i'm like when are they gonna Is show that the up? next I, episode i hope when are they gonna show up 
I hope so. I'm dying for them. So hopefully they come soon. I'm so excited for them to show up. Um, yeah. And then we have another couple, too, that we haven't seen yet. Oh, right. Yes. The one who gets detained. France. Yeah. She's yeah. from France. Yeah. I see London. I see France. I see that girl's underpants. <laughs> right. Um, that being said, do you have any more info from the from the episode? That's pretty much all I have. Yeah, no, I like I said, all. just excited for the season. I think there's a lot of messy couples this season. Yeah, there is a lot of messiness. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm pregnancy scares, breakup, COVID. You know who knows who knows what's to happen. Age gaps, cougars. Um, and we will be here to report it all. Uh, anyways, join our Patreon to see my heavy sure. Jewish naturals. Bless you, <laughs> Rachel. Thank you. Um, and, uh, that is about it. Please rate and review us on, uh, Apple Podcasts. I am Allie Siegel. I'm Rachel Fisher. I'm Melissa Stettin. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.